Hey guys, it's Jay and S, and welcome back to another episode of On Sunday Week. So happy to be back, guys, and so happy to be recording our second episode with all of you. Um, so, Sim, how was your week? Tell us. It was pretty good, pretty chill. So I just had a job interview for a potential um, job opening. And then on the weekend, I just caught up with my friends and family. Didn't wasn't too crazy, but it was nice. How was yours, honey? It was good, honey. I had work, so nothing too interesting. I'm working for Porsche, the automobile company, and I'm working from home five days a week. So I'm on the marketing side, so there is a whole bunch of exciting stuff coming and launches planned for the company, virtual launches, obviously, Um, a bunch of back-end marketing campaigns that we're curating for the latest car models. Don't want to get into too much detail and bore you guys with that. But yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that I have a very productive alternative to school because that's not an option for me right now. Even though I really miss the Bay Area, not going to lie. Which brings us to our topic of today. Sim, do you want to tell our listeners what we're going to be covering? Yes, girl. So if you guys remember in our very first episode, we kind of gave you guys a little introduction on ourselves, first of all. And we talked a little bit about the start of our college journey moving to the U.S., So I'm super excited for this episode because we're going to dive into more detail on our experience living as college students in the Bay Area. And we are, you know, going to talk about, you know, tips and tricks that helped us, helped us, you know, to find happiness, to make new friends, to um, kind of be prepared for our move. So super excited and Shall we start? Yeah, totally. Um, and also before we get into unpacking the theme of today's episode, I wanted to give you guys a little understanding as to why we thought this was important to film as a part of our College Talk series. Um, I think, and I think we mentioned this in our first episode, that one of the big reasons why Sim and I connected in the first place is that we were two individuals who found ourselves to be very real and very genuine, um, despite all that we've been through, um, whether it's moving internationally, living, learning in college, making a bunch of new friends um we obviously didn't meet each other from the get-go like i said i was a transfer student and i met sim in my junior year of college and she met me obviously halfway through her junior year so we were definitely not friends from the beginning but there was a lot of living and learning that we had to do prior to meeting and i think the reason why we resonated, our personalities rather, resonated with each other so much is because we felt that we didn't really have to change a lot about ourselves, even though we were put in a new environment. So I think the idea of today's episode will be staying, will be all about staying true to yourself, finding happiness within yourself, but at the same time, opening up to new experiences and to meeting new people because that's what life is all about and we 
are strong believers in the idea that college is tough, but so are we. <laughs> that sounds so cheesy. Simi, I need you. Hey, Simi to the rescue. So I think one of the, the first takeaway for me, like obviously moving away from my home and my family, one of my one of the biggest lessons for me that I took away was that I embraced the need to accept change and kind of just to roll with the punches while I was, um, you know, in college. So like I mentioned in the first episode, growing up, I was a very sheltered child. You know, I was very introverted. And mm-hmm. that was definitely something, you know, moving to college, that was one of my goals. I really wanted to, you know, come out of my shell and, you know, accept that, you know, I'm here for a reason and I'm here to challenge myself to grow and to change and to become more open. Yeah. So that's a kind of that's kind of the mindset I had when I moved to college. And that's really what I wanted to focus on is just challenging myself you know, putting myself in uncomfortable situations and kind of just growing a little more. Um, I don't know, Gia, how was your, I mean, was that the same for you? I, for me, honestly speaking, I was ready for the change when I made the move. Uh, And I think I discussed this briefly prior. Uh, The reason why I transferred was less to do with um, escaping, you know, my current environment or, you know, going for the sake of going, you know, if that makes sense. But I think I was, I was just ready to go. Like I was ready to immerse in a new environment. For people like us, we're literally moving to the other end of the planet, you know, so it's, it's like day and night in terms of difference. And despite being familiar with the U.S. and having family in the U.S., it's a totally different story having to live alone. Sim said that she learned to roll with the punches. And I think I, on the other hand, overestimated the number of punches. But still, I didn't I didn't lose hope and I didn't give up. That brings me into the lesson that I took away. And, you know, I don't know if, if Sim feels the same way. But at that point in time was probably the first point in my life ever when I felt like, you know, the only person you can truly count on and rely on, really honestly, it's yourself. And I always had felt very dependent up until that point. You know, if I fall on my ass, I have to pick myself up and I have to keep going again. So that was definitely like a major wake up call for me. And I think I'm also the sort of person where when I moved away, of course, I loved my friends and my family and I did keep in touch as much as possible. But I was also very hell bent on proving well, not necessarily proving anyone wrong, but proving that I could do it to myself, you know, that I could live this new life and that I could stick with this new choice that I've made and and not back down. What you definitely said about, you know, all you have is yourself, all you can rely on is yourself. It's definitely a daunting feeling, like when you're there alone, when you're, you know, handling things by yourself. But I think, that's one of the challenging challenges that you kind of have to go through in order to change and become, you know, grow into the person that you want to be. I think for me, one of the things that really helped me with my transition to, you know, being in a new environment was definitely, you know, make 
a good group of friends and befriending my roommate was definitely one thing that helped me a lot mm-hmm. obviously another thing is I like I mentioned I lived in a dorm and I one thing I realized is that everyone there were, I think there were about like 10 10 to 10 to 15 girls in the um hallway of the dorm and it was kind of like a little community community that we had together I mean it was a lot easier to meet new people like you would just go into the bathroom and someone just would just say hi what's your name like it was just so welcoming and I think building a community like that living with those people that you know you befriend for a year it really helped me kind of adjust and that's actually where I met one of my best friends today hi Keeks Hi, Keeks. <laughs> She's one of my close friends, too, thanks to Sim. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think the dorm situation really helped me a lot. We did a lot of activities together. Um, it was like a little community. And also our, um, what is it called, resident, RA, resident advisor? Resident advisor, yeah. Yeah. So, she planned a lot of events for us not really events but like little meetings that we would kind of get together and in the first week or so we played a few games like introducing each other getting to know each other um I think we went on a few you know planned trips like to Fisherman's Wharf and stuff so that was really um helpful and I think even on campus USF used to I mean they hosted a lot of activities and events around campus and I think I kind of just took advantage of that with my roommate um and broke out of your shell yeah for sure yeah and I guess when you go to these events you kind of you can kind of filter like your interests what your you know your needs your interests the kind of people that you want to be around so it was really interesting to just take advantage of all those events and I think the key point for, especially for freshmen, is to just get involved in any school or community activity that there is and just don't be afraid to say no and just, you know, put yourself out there. Yeah. Also, um, be true to your temperament, guys. Like, be honest with yourself, you know. Um, Sim was very honest when she talked about how she was more of an introverted kid, you know, and she kind of didn't go down the conventional route of making friends, you know, maybe joining a fraternity or a sorority, yeah. getting too overly involved in Greek life, um, or, you know, any, any, of course, to each his own, and it's your prerogative, it's your choice, um, what makes you happy, what, what you want to kind of get into, you know, I, I meet a lot of people and a lot of friends who are like, the whole point of college is to break out of your comfort zone, which I agree with 100%. But I think for me, I am less of an extreme person. Obviously, the idea of moving away and moving to a new city is to break out of your comfort zone and to look for new experiences. But at the same time, I also felt like I was able to draw my own boundaries, if that makes sense, when necessary. Um, of course, I wanted to be as immersive as possible. And I think there was an added pressure on me as a transfer student to begin with, because like I said, you know, um, groups are already formed, cliques are already pretty much made, people are already pretty familiar with each other. Yeah. Um, going into college for almost a year or two at that point. So it's definitely easy to feel 
even more left out and isolated than most. Um, so I did make the effort as much as possible. And honestly, I think the, the one of the reasons why I loved USF is that they all the students at the school and the culture of the faculty and the student body as such is generally very, um, very respectful of your boundaries. You know, mm-hmm. people don't really yeah. push it too much with you, but at the same time, they are very welcoming um, where they make you feel like you're one of their own. So I think as a transfer student, I, I, I was still made to feel very welcome in the new environment that I was put in. Um, people were being very inclusive, but at the same time, um, I was able to draw a line between doing the things I was comfortable doing, doing the things I wanted to involve myself in and staying away from things that I was not so sure about getting into. Um, and, you know, just bouncing off that, I think, um, I don't know whether I could attribute this to my personality entirely. I think I'm generally a very outgoing person and I am generally, I do my best to make people feel loved and also do my best to extend my gratitude towards friends who really make a difference in my life. Um, and I keep them very close to my heart and I hold them in very high regard. So, um, despite being a misfit of sorts, you know, I still felt like, um, I was accepted pretty easily in the, in the transition into, into America, into a new space was very seamless because of the company I was surrounded by. So I'm very grateful to my, my first few, my first few friends. Yeah. And I think, um, just bouncing off of your point, I definitely think going into this experience, you shouldn't force yourself into anything that, you know, like you wouldn't want to do. I think everything, like everything comes in time, everything will flow in time. It's just kind of something you have to keep reminding yourself when you're there. It's like, don't, you know, join a club that you don't want to join just because you need to meet new people like totally you have so many experiences in college like you're there for four years and think definitely like everything flows everything falls into place when it's supposed to um but yeah like going off of my uh, my first point I definitely think you know it can be challenging but you just have to keep reminding yourself um that you're you know you're there for a reason you're there to challenge yourself and yeah, I think definitely joining experiences, getting involved in community activities really helped that situation. Yeah, 100%. So obviously with college, we have the fun and games, you know, meeting new people, enjoying and accepting our new realities. We're in an amazing place, meeting amazing people. But I definitely think, you know, when G and I lived together, we discussed um, – our focus on a rigorous academic program and, you know, ensuring that we stay prepared throughout our four years at college. Totally, totally. Um, And, you know, like Sim said, I think that was honestly one of the, I wouldn't say one of, I, I feel it would probably be the main focus of our time at college as it should be for any student that is focused and that is looking to build a career for themselves, you know, not just a career, but I think build a career path 
that is substantial and that um, can sustain them well into the future. I think it all starts with academics and with having a good track record at school, taking advantage of the academic resources available in the U.S., which, you know, as I touched on in the previous episode in great detail that we had immense access to, which was fantastic. Um, it's it's definitely one of the perks of being a part of the U.S. education system at a collegiate level, obviously, but also the ease when it came to connectivity with academic advisors, um, the help, the help that we got at the school that we were going to, you know, the compact class sizes, um, obviously contributed to us just being able to get around really easily. The, um, the location of the campus, you know, the size of the campus, um, made just made it so easy. Um, and I think that ties in a lot to the social angle of things, you know, like everywhere we'd go, we'd go when we'd sort of leave a class, when we'd be walking in the, the, the main grounds of the school, you know, there wouldn't ever be an instance where we wouldn't bump into a familiar face, whether it was a teacher or a professor. Um, and yeah, I think that, you know, honestly ties into one of the other big key takeaways that we had and that we experienced at college was that, you know, we have to take advantage of the opportunities that we have. Um, and I think often we had reached a crossroads in our lives during our time at college where obviously we had access to financial resources. We had access to academic resources, courtesy of the school we were in. Um, I had access to a great bunch of friends who made me feel happy, safe, welcome, appreciated at every point. Um, and that's a privilege. So, and it's often something that I took for granted, especially when I was living in, you know, back at my, in my hometown in Singapore. Um, and I kind of was made more aware of that when I lived in the U.S. Um, you know, as they say, if you don't have to think about it, it's a privilege. And um, that's generally how how I approached it. And I think it made me value my opportunities and my just my access. Take advantage of the opportunities. You know, live in the moment, guys, because this time never comes back. Once it's lost, it's lost. Yeah, and I think also, you know, you were talking about the privilege of resources, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So I think definitely one thing that helped me through my, you know, first few months of being at USF, and I think you can vouch for this, is that USF had an amazing variety of um, academic sources that we could kind of, you know, look back at and use to help, you know, facilitate our learning. We had an amazing library. They had so many resources to help us, you know, out with homeworks, projects, and all of that. Um, they had an online search tool that we could use, you know, to help search up books that we needed to, you know, that could potentially help. I think that we also had a really, we were really lucky to be able to tap into such a safe environment. I think that's something that I, you know, when I would sort of not, obviously not actively compare, but when I would sort of, put my experiences against some of my friends who went to other colleges who lived in other cities. I think one thing that constantly came up was safety, you know, and was ease 
of connectivity. We were so blessed to have that at USF. Mood. That's a big mood. No, but yeah, we had so, I think we had so many um, buildings and facilities to use around campus that even like, I don't know, finding like a go-to study spot was so, it was so easy to, you know, look for if you want to be able to stay motivated, get your projects done on time, finding a study spot that truly helps you, you know, stay productive is important. And I think it's so essential. 100%. And I think to add to the academic preparedness side of things, I feel like it's very important. And one thing that resonated a lot with us is the importance of building a relationship with your academic advisors, being in close contact with them. They're honestly your lifeline at college. And that's something I recommend to everyone, you know, whether you are studying at a college that is, you know, huge, or whether you're studying at a college that is relatively compact, make an effort to build a relationship with your professors. I think that made a drastic difference to my grades, you know, my want and my my willingness and my ability to want to go to classes and to show up to classes and even enjoy a lot of my lessons you know a lot of my lessons um in my junior and senior year were a lot longer they were twice a week but they were in four or five hour chunks i know sim can can relate to that as well and it can get really taxing on you mentally to sort of sustain that level of focus. And being a transfer student, I could compare that to my experience when I was studying locally. Um, And there was a big difference, you know, because of how interactive the professors were, the the bond I had kind of built with them and that I shared with them. So I I definitely encourage that. Um, It also leads me into my next point, which Simran will definitely back me up on because we lived together for a large part of our our college life. Build a routine. Find people you genuinely share a genuine connection with, you know, Um, live with them. I think for Sim and I, it was it happened so organically and so beautifully because um, as we mentioned in our previous episode, she literally crashed on my couch for like six months. Um, before we decided four months into that, that we wanted to live together. And we were very active with apartment hunting, with looking for our third and fourth roommates, with reaching out to landlords, and at the same time juggling a really rigorous, taxing academic schedule. So building a routine so that you can juggle your scholastic duties and your living alone duties obviously because being in college you don't have your parents to sort of pick up after you there's a lot that you need to do on your own um literally navigating adulthood um so i think it's important to basically build a routine and and stick to it and be happy at the same time yeah and i think also building the building a routine also helps you you know stay motivated for the day and stay productive like for me like i kind of preferred building a routine and since I kind of preferred having my all my well, most of my classes in the morning you know like you wake up early your start your day starts around like nine o'clock and that kind of gets you going because I think personally for me if I'm like you know, I, you know my classes start at like 2 p.m 3 p.m I don't feel as productive so I definitely feel like having my classes in the morning really helped me stay 
on top of my game and stay productive for the day and you come back. And Sim, honestly, I think we really enjoyed it. I, for one, am not a morning person. Sim is, um, and she is very on top of it. But I, prior to, to living together, had not enjoyed that. And once I did live with her and we lived in this beautiful apartment, you know, right off of school, um, and we built a routine, I really enjoyed mornings. I look forward to it. You know, we had a typical day of waking up by like 9, 10 in the morning. You know. Our routine, I think our routine, we kind of, our routine became basically the same when we started living together. Like we both woke up by like what, 9, 10? Yeah, totally. And honestly, I think Sim and I started to enjoy it. We started to look forward to it. I think she has always been more of a morning person. And I am not, you know, I like my, my late night. I made you like me. You did. You really did. And I honestly look forward to it. Our, our coffee mornings, having breakfast together, going to coffee I made together. making avocado toast for you. Yeah, <laughs> that was the highlight. Stealing her bread and a lot of her supplies to make my breakfast. That was, that was fun. Um, cooking, you know, just tapping into unexplored interests. And adulthood can be fun, guys, um, if you give it a chance and if you really embrace it with open arms. And I think because we also had very similar lifestyles, you know, we wouldn't call it, we wouldn't sort of have late nights going out on weekdays, especially we'd be home by a certain time, you know, we'd go to class together, we'd sort of navigate aspects of our life individually um, a lot, but you know, we'd always come together and we really enjoyed living together. Uh, kind of like a lot of people told me that we lived this very sedentary old man, old woman, old couple existence. <laughs> um, but we enjoyed it, it worked for us. And I always thought that I'd, I wouldn't find that. I, you know, I always felt the pressure to kind of be present, you know, whether it was social gatherings. And I was really happy on my own. Like it, I was doing fine. And it was really, really heartening and nice for me to meet people like Sim who, you know, shared in my, in my vision and in my thoughts and my experiences. Yeah. And also I think having that one person that you can kind of like get through your experience with is like, it's so important. Like we would, like obviously our routines were the same. We would wake up by nine ten, and then, We'd have like three hours of class until 12 p.m. And then we came home, had lunch, you know, spent time at home for like one, two hours and then like went to our next class. And then our mornings, I mean, our evenings would be kind of chilled at home, getting homework done, making dinner. So I think, you know, obviously being around that person that you can really go through everything with is so important. And it's actually so much fun. Um, I obviously had G you know, G and I, we had each other, and then obviously our little, our little baby Keek family of three. Yeah, as we like to call it. Um, and yeah, guys, I think you know before we sort of wrap up, I think one big lesson that we definitely want to stress on is don't lose hope. That there are definitely people like you out there. Um, the whole point of humanity is that no two people are completely alike, but you will definitely find friends who become like family and who support you wholeheartedly and who respect your journey, encourage you to be a better person and to, to be the best version of yourself.
So hang in there. Don't lose hope. And use your college resources. Use Make use of your counselors. Build a routine. Stay productive. And just everything will will fall into place on time yeah so i think before we wrap up we kind of just want to give you guys a lowdown on what to expect in the next few episodes it's still going to be our college series but um we really want to get a different perspective on you know college experience yeah i think like sim said it's important to have a healthy not just two-way but multiple-way conversation and discussion um especially when it comes to talking about a very broad and diverse range of subtopics that fall under the college category. So we definitely can't wait to get into that in the midst of getting some exciting guests, one or more, to give us their insight. We can't wait for you guys to tune in and to stay up to date with with what's to come i definitely think this will you know be a good chance for you guys to learn more and learn from a different perspective so that's what we kind of want to give back to you guys yeah go for it step out of your shell live your best life and just do you guys because we only live once we only have to now we will to now to now i was meant to say we only have now but i mixed today and now together so we only have to now guys okay so that does it for our second official episode we hope you stay tuned stay up to date follow us give our episode a download you know if you're busy right now but if you notice that the episode has dropped obviously if you follow us you will be notified every time we upload on a weekly basis but if you don't have time to tune in please download our episode so that you can hear it later and we are also live on um, apple Podcasts now so if you guys have an iphone i'm sorry android users but if you have an iphone make sure to stream our episodes on itunes um the podcast app and then we're also available on spotify for everyone else so take your pick take your pick that's right you can just look us up um just look up on sunday we and you should be able to access our content easily and we hope you continue to listen with love just as we pod with passion Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and we can't wait to come back next week and drop more exciting content, and hopefully this time with a very special guest because we're honestly getting sick of our voices. Okay. Bye, guys. Cheers to a soulful week ahead, and we will see you Sunday. Bye, guys. Bye.